heading out to the LegendsCasino.com studio line this morning where George Hefter with TCT Computer Solutions is standing by. You can go to the website TCTCS.com, TCTCS.com. How are you doing, George? I'm doing well. Uh, it's August. Uh, we've got a temporary respite from the 100-degree-plus uh, weather, and right. that's always good news, certainly for us. Um, and uh, and we're eager to be that much closer to uh, to being able to roll out uh, our services uh, in a manner consistent with our partnership with an organization called The 20 down in Dallas, Texas. That organization provides a centralized help desk, uh, some purchasing support for services uh, or, or so- and software uh, used by the 180 MSP members uh, that belong to that group. Uh, we, and I know the number exactly because we were number 180. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. And, uh, uh, and so what it means is we'll be able to offer a, certainly a much larger scope of services uh, for our customers, we'll be able to offer the absolute top-of-the-line antivirus product, anti-ransomware product available today, an artificial intelligence product called Deep Instinct, which is nothing short of phenomenal in its ability to detect and ward off ransomware attacks and all, and form, and all forms of other uh, bad, uh, badly intended uh, attacks on on computer systems and uh, businesses. Uh, so uh, we're pretty excited about that. This thing is nothing short of, uh, of amazing in its ability to detect and protect uh, against those kind of threats. So that will be one of our premier offerings going forward. Um, even though we have uh, advocated other software in the past, we always try to stay up with the news. We always try to stay current with the state of the art. Uh, and uh, and that has brought us to uh, to acknowledging this new program as absolutely the best thing uh, for our customers, and that's what we will offer going forward. Uh, if you have one of our other products, we will get to you eventually. Uh, for now, recognize that those are all fine products, and we're at one time or another the top of the heap. And uh, and so we will, uh, but I do want our customers to know that we have an even better product available now, um, with costs reasonably consistent with uh, what the other products had been in the past. So uh, as we uh, are able, we will reach out to all customers like that with an option to upgrade to this latest offering or to stick with what they have if it's been serving them well and at least in their eyes uh, has been keeping them safe enough. But we want you to be aware that there is a much better product that will, so you will avoid being caught unawares by some of the new entries in the market as far as ransomware and malware go. Well, and that's one of the things that it's important for businesses to understand that while you are working hard at trying to grow your business and take care of your customers, there are people out there that are hell-bent on trying to hack into your system and stop you from being able to do that and that installing so things. Yeah. So true. And so you want to make sure that you have the best possible product to protect your business uh, and, you know, save yourself millions of dollars in the long run. No problem up till now. That does not mean you will never have a problem. Right. So, that's right. And you learn that the hard way. You know, and, you know, and it, oh, yeah. 
that's not the way you want to to discover that. <laughs> no, it certainly isn't. We have case studies and we have customers that have encountered have learned that lesson the hard way. So uh, we know we know what we're talking about in that regard. Yes, absolutely. So talk a little bit more about the the changes that are coming about as a result of this new collaboration with the 20. Well, one of the one of the uh, the biggest changes beyond uh, the offering of this new software is we will be able to offer a 24-hour a day, 7-day a week, 365-day a year help desk to our customers uh, who are interested in having that kind of service. Not everybody will be Smaller businesses will be satisfied enough with being able to call in and ask for help when it, when we're available. But uh, but for the customers that just have to stay operating 24/7, 365, we will have help available 24/7, 365. We've always sort of given lip service to that, and to the best of our ability, we've always provided that. But in that case. 24-hour, seven-day-a-week help desk meant you got my wife in the middle of the night, she woke up the on-call tech, and he got back to you if it was that kind of an emergency. And, uh, and this means you will get a live person on the phone any time of the day or night, and, and that person will have access to all the data necessary to help you so long as that's a service you're availing, uh, you're taking advantage of uh, via our membership with the 20. There will be uh, uh, there will be several different types of relationships that we can offer. The top one, called Ultimate Care, includes that 24/7, 365 help desk. So that's probably one of the that's the the, the tip of the iceberg. That's the really premier offering that uh, that's available. And for the right customers, it's an essential offering. So uh, uh, so we're very pleased to be able to offer that in the way that it should be offered, not in the way that we have tried our best. To make do with uh, in the past, so, well, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's a great example of what you are trying to convince businesses to do that you work with. That you have to constantly be looking to ways at ways to improve, at ways to you know do things better for your customers, to make things more secure for your customers, and to stay on top of the latest and greatest opportunities to be there fully for your customers and and you have found a way to improve your processes and right. and in the same time sort of alleviate some of the challenges for your employees as well. Uh, that's exactly right and we've and thanks to covid we've had uh, plenty of time to do that. <laughs> right. And we used and we I like to think we used that time constructively in order to look for ways to improve in order to look for ways to make our business better for our customers. So so we've been at that for a month or two now, and uh, mm-hmm. and we're still in the transition process. But but certainly uh, uh, we're we're available to offer those services right now. And I think it's important to re- just remind customers that nothing's going to change as far as how they interact with you on a regular basis. It's just that yeah. it's adding this extra element of you're going to have the opportunity to actually get a tech on the phone right away when you need it. Yeah, a tech that has access to all the information they need in order to help you, because right. that's part of that's part of what we're transitioning right now, making sure that customer information for all of our clients are available to that help desk, mm-hmm. and uh, and and uh, and that's a, a bigger job than you might imagine. I I w- couldn't even begin to put my head around. <laughs> 
it. Yeah. We're talking with George Hefter from TCT Computer Solutions. You can go to the website, tctcs.com, tctcs.com. George and his team can take a look at your system as it's set up right now and make some recommendations on ways that you can improve efficiency, improve security, and give yourself a greater peace of mind that things are operating. And, and if something does go wrong, that you've got a, an expert on your team to be able to get that taken care of as quickly as possible. TCTCS.com is the website. And George, you know, we kind of touched on a little bit about um, the the what you do, you know, the fact that you are there as a, a tech support, but there's a lot more to it than just providing ongoing support. You can actually help businesses when they're initially getting set up to make sure that they've got all the workstations that they need, that they've got the software and hardware that they need to be able to properly uh, conduct their business and, and to make sure that everything's connected correctly. That's true. We can certainly act as a mentor in that regard and provide any of the necessary services or even the hardware and software uh, necessary to help a business get off, uh, get started in the right way in a way that makes sense. You know, so many new businesses, uh, uh, they start with a vision and and, uh, very little budget. And so uh, a lot of businesses start at home or they start in the garage or or they start in a modest way in an office, although they quickly find out that rent, utilities, business licensing, business insurance, and all of that adds up pretty quickly. Uh, and 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 often the area that they seem to think is uh, they can make do with is their IT infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what most of them don't seem to realize at the beginning, because they're bursting with enthusiasm and eager to get started and make a name, is is uh, is that that business infrastructure is the lifeblood, the the central nervous system. I like to point out of that business. Uh, in regardless of what it is, you have a hard time paying bills, paying bills, sending out, keeping track of invoices for services and supplies, uh, getting paid for sending out invoices, getting paid by your customers. Uh, all of that uh, depends on the effectiveness of your IT infrastructure. Even if you only have one computer, it should be a good one. It should be one you can rely on. Mm -hmm. And it most certainly should not be one you allow the kids to play on uh, uh, when you bring them to the office or if your office is at your home. Right. Because that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Well, and again, just making sure that you have everything set up to connectivity and the security is such a big aspect of it. Plus, there's the whole challenge of storage. You know, do you store all of your information, all of your data, all of your customers' information on a hard drive sitting underneath a countertop in your brick-and-mortar business? Or do you put it in the cloud where your employees can have access to it from wherever they are in case there happens to be a pandemic and they need to suddenly work from home? Well, there is certainly that thought. There's also the idea of having it at some distance from your local uh, business because your business could burn down, your business could be flooded, your business could have uh, a tornado uh, pass through the area and pretty much wipe you out and all Mm -hmm. your business records as well. And remember, uh, when that happens, uh, uh, you have to try to reconstruct all of that to even get back into operation. It isn't just a matter of replacing the hardware, it's a matter of replacing the information. We are talking with George from TCT Computer Solutions. And George, you've been staying busy during the uh, pandemic. 
We have. We, uh, in addition to the work um, uh, to migrate to uh, doing business in a new form and with additional uh, services and additional help, um, we've also had our customers to see to. Most of our contract customers remain essential businesses, so we've had to support them. Sadly, that's not enough to be, uh, you know, have us working at full capacity, but it did. It was enough to keep the wolf from the door. And so we continue to operate serving the customers that uh, have been able to stay open. Uh, during this pandemic, we look forward to the f- when everybody can be back open and we have revenue back up at uh, full capacity. That would be refreshing. Uh, but, uh, but, yes, we stayed busy. We could have sat on our hands and said, oh, woe is me, and things are bad, and how awful is this, and just moaned and groaned a lot, or we could have decided to use our time constructively, and that's exactly what we did to reframe this business and to make sure that we could hit the ground running when we're allowed to hit the ground running uh, with all of our customers and people who are looking for a new and better way to support their business and their IT infrastructure. Uh, We are going to be more than ready to do that. Uh, with new services, uh, new we've con- reconstructed the way we offer our services in the way of uh, contracts and so on. We have, of course, um, the pay-as-you-go, uh, break-fix, or on-demand plans where you pay uh, standard rates for services uh, that you only need perhaps occasionally. Then we have a contract we call the MSP plan where you get a bundle of services that are designed to keep your system operating well over the long term. In other words, all the patches, all the updates, all the uh, you know, our state-of-the-art uh, antivirus software that I described earlier in, uh, earlier in this session. And, uh, and any occasional work that you need, that would be paid for individually as the need arises. So you get a plan that maintains your system in the way it should be maintained. And then if you need help or if, you, if something breaks or you want to do an upgrade of some kind or a change out your equipment, well, that's available on an as-needed basis. And then, of course, there's what we call our uh, uh, MID or Managed IT Department plan where we function just as an IT department would. Uh, prices are based on how many users and how much equipment you have, and uh, they rise and fall predictably as those totals rise and fall. Okay, but beyond that, there is no charge for labor of any kind. Mm-hmm. Anything that needs to be done gets done. Under that contract, we are functioning indeed as if we were your own IT department. And so that's the premier way that we offer our services and the way that makes the most sense for a larger business that needs that daily support, needs to have the availability of that 24-7, 365 help desk. And uh, and so it's, it may not be the choice of some of the smaller businesses, but it's certainly going to be anybody who's got any real size to them. It's, it's going to be uh, uh, allow us to function in exactly the way an IT department would function. And, when, and with no surprises, no labor charges, everything needs to be done gets done. You're moving to a new office, that gets done. You're changing out a server, that gets done. Uh, stops any question about what's included, what's not included in my contract. That's, mm-hmm. that's our premier offering. Well, and it's so important to make sure that you have that, you know, a, a big, huge corporation is going to have like a full-time IT staff on hand. But when you're exactly. a smaller company, you've maybe got 30, 40 employees, you don't necessarily have the the capacity for that, but you still have the need for that. 
And so being able to have someone on call 24-7 to be able to take care of those issues as they arise is really not a luxury. No, it's pretty necessary. Even in, in a company that size, there'll be maybe one guy. And he may not be a full-time guy. He may be a guy with a collateral duty he happens to know a little bit about computers. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy they lean on, or they had been leaning on, for IT support. And I guarantee you, in a company of 30 or 40 users, you're going to have problems that guy's not going to be prepared to handle. Right. So, so we often, a lot of times, we offer our help in a co-managed or, or, or assisting way where we're assisting the on-site guy, and we augment him. So, so you go from having a one part-time guy with a little knowledge to having a full IT department mm-hmm. ready to handle just about anything, and you still have your guy at, you know, hands and feet on the street, so to, so to speak, uh, that you're used to talking to if it's a simple thing like uh, my, I'm locked out of my account or something like that. So, uh, so we can help you know, businesses in any way possible, including partnering with whatever IT support they already have. TCTCS.com is the website. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about the services that you're providing and, and how those are evolving. And it's important, I think, for folks to, to sort of take a look at maybe a checklist. Look, Consider some of the things that maybe they need to look at in their business. Are they up to date? Are they as secure as they could be? You know, we, you mentioned earlier, you know, what if a disaster happened? What if a truck drove through your building in the middle of the night and destroyed some of your computer systems or there was a, a fire alarm went off and sprinklers activated and, and, you know, those types of disaster situations that you might not be able to just quickly recover from. There are ways to make sure that you have access to all of your data um, in the event that something like that should happen. Uh, that's certainly true, and we can help in all of those areas. We can do a look at your infrastructure and your current set of your current thought process and planning when it comes to how do I protect myself from disaster, and we can offer advice and assistance and 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 help with uh, getting the right sort of pieces and parts in place to be sure you don't ever have to face that. On top of that, and maybe perhaps the most, uh, uh, I've saved sort of the best for last, we also have some pretty broad experience with cybersecurity issues, and I have on staff a guy who's written four books on the subject and and who can provide, uh, who can tell you stories that would keep you awake at night, I can tell you that. And and hopefully, and although that's not the point, the point is to raise awareness on cybersecurity issues and how damaging some sort of a hack or a ransomware attack could be to your business, remembering, of course, that it's not just your data. Most businesses will have customer data, will have uh, confidential information, and although some of it may be well protected uh, and, and saved in offline vaults and such, there could easily be information that could be co-opted by an attacker and used to target those businesses as well. So you're not just protecting yourself, you're protecting your customers as well. And that's an important responsibility. And a lot of businesses, I don't think, uh, really uh, have internalized that Mm -hmm. and, and realized how bad a problem that could be. Well, we have, as I said, we have stories uh, that would keep you awake at night that uh, that can raise your awareness in that area, and we also have solutions uh, and everything from the uh, premier antivirus we talked about to dark web scans to see just how vulnerable you might be, and 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 this sort of thing uh, available to uh, to help you realize and and maybe take a. Uh, 
take a serious and measured look at exactly uh, where your vulnerabilities are so we can put a plan in place to help you guard against those things going forward. Especially so when all of that's available. Right. So many different industries have some specific requirements that they need to meet in order to uh, protect customer data. Financial industries have SOC 1 and SOC 2. Uh, medical industries have uh, HIPAA compliance issues. Anybody who takes a credit card has PCI compliance issues. So, yeah, there are there are uh, any number of, of uh, specific industry specific requirements that have to be met, and uh, and and steps you have to take, whether you want to or not. There are steps you have to take to stay in business, and 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 huge fines can be levied against people who don't take the proper precautions, even if you don't necessarily have your information co-opted. There are periodic reviews and there are periodic assessments and audits that are done. And if you don't do well in enough of those audits, you're going to have people knocking at your door trying to find out why and perhaps levying fines uh, for not meeting uh, the specific industry-specific requirements. So, And we can help in all those areas as well. Well, and then there's another aspect of that security that simply has to do with training employees, making sure that they're not opening uh, emails that shouldn't be open, making sure that, that they're aware that there are uh, things that can look really simple. I heard, you know, the other day there was a company that uh, employees were getting an email from the CEO that was encouraging them, hey, I need you to to email me your cell phone number because um, I need you to do something for me right away. And the folks that this that the CEO was supposedly emailing weren't necessarily people that the CEO would be contacting directly. And so that was one clue. But a lot of people might, you know, look at that and go, oh, my gosh, the CEO needs my phone number. I'm, I'm going to shoot that off right away. And then who knows what could ha- go from there? Well, that's exactly right. That's called a spear phishing attack. Uh, actually, spear phishing is more pointed than that. It's where the C- CFO, for example, of a company gets an email from the CEO and they found out who the CFO was by just reviewing their annual report online. Right. Okay. And that and he and it says, "Hey, I'm traveling right now." And they may know he's traveling because of postings in Facebook and everything else. Mm-hmm. And and so he says, "But I'm, you know, I'm going to need some money, so please wire hundred thousand uh, dollars to me at this address okay right and and that's and that's been used successfully to cheat larger companies out of quite a bit of money okay so that there are any number of attacks we also can provide cybersecurity training along from putting in place all the software pieces and all the protections that are necessary we can provide uh, cybersecurity training for customers so they're aware of and know how to avoid those attacks starting with keep your hands in your pocket <laughs> yes. And, and off your mouse so you don't click those things in the email. Yeah. Well, and it's so easy to do, especially if, you know, you're working in accounts payable and you get an invoice and it looks all it says is invoice. It can look really innocuous and legitimate. And then you yeah, click but- on that and all of a sudden everything goes haywire. We had a customer have exactly that happen. That's called social engineering, where you take advantage of what you know, mm-hmm. and you uh, target your your attack, or you uh, formulate your attack in a way that's irresistible to the person that receives it, or potentially irresistible. And you know, not only have we had that specific thing you just mentioned happen to a customer, two weeks after we cleared up the mess, the same thing happened again. 
Only this time we had in place uh, our former uh, favorite software, Sentinel-1, and that software stopped the attack the second time. And all we got was a call from the bookkeeper saying, I can't get this damn invoice to open. Mm. <laughs> so, right. It won't. How yeah. come I can't get Yeah. Yeah. And, and it turned out to be exactly the same kind of attack that they fell for the first time. Mm-hmm. Only this time they were protected. Right. Okay. So, so it's funny. I mean, it's human nature is hard to change. And it really makes hard to change. all the difference to have that technology there ready to right. provide that safety net. Go to the That's website, tctcs.com, tctcs.com. All of George's contact information is there. Check out uh, all the different uh, services that they have available there on the website and get in touch with George and his team, and they can help get you set up for everything that you need. Thank you, George, for joining me this morning.